Drum Right. Hope everybody is having a great Thursday. What's that toy? What was that one toy that changed your life forever? You can still remember it today. You're in your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, but it meant that much to you. That's the toy that you could give to a kid in our area today. And we're in Georgetown to help get that done. It is Chad and Zay on a Thursday out and about. We will lay it all out for you. First off, I am Chad Hastings, joined once again by Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? What's up, Chad? Glad to be out here in beautiful Georgetown, Texas, here at Total Care for a beautiful cause. And yeah, man, I saw you went hard on the toys that you brought in, man. Dude, Look great. I'm telling Showed you. Showed me up, that's for sure. I'm telling you, every the last couple of years, I'll go into the store and I'll think, okay, what would you want? What does the kid in you want? And normally my nerdiness goes to Star Wars pretty quickly. So I saw a couple Star Wars Lego pieces and I thought, yeah, that's it. Let's. I would have wanted that as a kid. So I grabbed a couple of the Star Wars Lego deals uh, to uh, hopefully, you know, get some kids into Star Wars because there's not enough of them. People don't know enough about Star Wars these days. We got to get these kids educated. What do you mean? There's like new spinoffs on Disney Plus uh, every other week. I know there is. There's like three of them I still haven't watched. Yeah. I can't even get caught up. No, but uh, man, when I because when I was little, we had basic Legos. And I can still remember the first time we got the uh, the motorcycle cop Lego. When you had the little motorcycle with the wheels, right, and the cop went into it, and you had a little red light you put on the front, and we got the police station with it, we thought that was the coolest <laughs> thing in the world. Because I watched Chips, and so I was playing Ponch and John in the house and the whole thing. But when I was a kid, we didn't have brand name stuff. No Star right. Wars, no Harry Potter, no none of that. A lot of bootleg. We did exactly. Yeah, we, ain't we, nothing wrong with bootleg. We had to create. Nothing wrong with that. We had to create it on our own. Using your imagination. Bootleg. It was Spaceman, Fireman, <laughs> Policeman. That's what we had. <laughs> Spaceman was pretty cool because he had the jetpack. Right. They put the jetpack on him. That was very cool. So uh, hopefully the uh, the whoever ends up with those two Lego sets going to you know get to build Star Wars ships. So they'll have a good time. We are looking for those new unwrapped toys. It is the Toys for Tots toy drive again, and we're going two days with this with Total Men's Primary Care. That is, of course, the overall place we always tell you about. But today, we are at the green location, if you will, Total Care Primary Care. We've been telling you, myself, Craig, and others at the station have been telling you about Total Care. This is where the whole family can come for their health care needs. So women, children, as well as the men, bring everybody in for Total Care and then drop those toys by today. Uh, I'll remind everybody since I literally did it today. I always say I try not to ask you to do something I wouldn't do. I've gotten my yearly physical today. I have the still have the little bandage to prove it and remind myself because I'm that guy. Um, I went over to the other location in Georgetown because I'll be honest with you, I didn't realize they had multiple. Not going to lie, there was a little mix up today. Glad we got that cleared. <laughs> Thank you, everybody that was a part of making sure we yeah. came to the right spot because that was needed. Yeah, old man Chad told Zay, oh, yeah, no, it's on Rivery Road. You just you just go to Rivery Road because that's where I'm going to be set to do my, uh, you know, my, my physical. I get over there and I don't see a horn van. And then I realized they text me. Hey, be sure to go to Williams Drive yeah. location. So that is where we are. We're at the Williams Drive location, Total Care Primary Care. Again, instead of looking for that blue for Total Men's, you're looking for the green of Total Care. You'll see the horn van 
parked out front as well. So come on by, drop off those toys today. Uh, we're very excited to, uh, to do that. We're also excited to tell you that we are lined up with the normal guests for a Thursday. Uh, it is J.D. Lewis. Uh, he's got a couple spots that he tries to work. Uh, sometimes it's Wednesday, sometimes it's Thursday. Today it is Thursday. Does the Brett Favre team need help today? We're good, baby. We got that first round by much needed because we're rolling on a three-game losing streak. You needed a rest. Definitely yeah. needed a rest. Yeah, Definitely okay. need to regroup. I was on a four-game winning streak, ended the season with a three-game losing streak, somehow finessed a bye, eight and five going into the playoffs, second seed, a lot of seven and sixes in there that didn't quite make it. I'll be waiting next week to see who my opponent is. So I'm comfortable right yeah. now. Two weeks, maybe okay. get to the championship. We'll see how Brett Favre, my dude, does. So you mean there might be extra space for the people to get a question in because you're good? Oh, yeah, I'm good. You're cruising this I'm week. I'm good. Okay. I don't need nothing this so week. So coming up at 1230, J.D. Lewis will answer your fantasy questions. Uh, if you want to start shooting them to us, you know what to do. Specs text line 337-3776. By the way, Chad, while you were talking just now, a hat, we saw a Red Raider fan, Texas Tech fan, Is guy that, with a hat, yeah? came by and dropped something off. Shout out to him. Very nice. Interesting, you know, Red Raiders. I don't know if he was trying to gloat on the dub they got this year, which mm. was, you know, no Quinn yours. Hudson Card played his heart out. They got it done. B. John Robinson fumble. I'm sorry, Horns fans. I apologize. Yep. He, he came by, the Red yeah. Raiders dude. Bad PTSD. You know everything goes through Lubbock up until midnight uh. Up until midnight that night. <laughs> it didn't after that. But it was going through Lubbock right up until, you know, the next, yeah. next yeah. couple yeah. games. Uh, but we do appreciate that. Whoever you're a fan of, we know you're a fan of kids getting toys for Christmas. So thank you for coming by. Uh, and a Texas Tech fan did show up. So guns up and uh, toys in the box to, uh, for total care, primary care. All right. Uh, why don't we get started, as we always do, with the Specs Set Piece. And we'll start with a piece of good news. How about that? The Specs Set Piece is brought to you by Specs Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods. When it comes to savings, Specs leads the league with a larger selection at lower prices. Specs, official partner of Austin FC. Oh, I know a lot of people like to dig into layers upon layers of stories and all of that. Let's just hit the top layer of this one, most importantly, at the beginning. It is December the 8th, and Brittany Griner is a free woman. Can we just, I mean, just get a little bit of love for that? Can we get a little bit of love for a high-level American athlete uh, that had been detained in Russia? She is free. It ends up being uh, the pr not exactly the prisoner swap that was discussed most recently. It was the prisoner swap that was discussed way back in the day. There's a lot of discussions to be had there. But uh, Brittany, had, uh, Brittany spent almost 10 months in prison, Zay. She is free. I, can only, I was trying to imagine being Brittany Griner's wife sitting. I think she was in the Oval Office. You want to talk about surreal. Sitting in the Oval Office with the President of the United States, and she got to talk to Brittany knowing that she was free, that she was on an airplane, and that she was headed home. Yeah, yeah, congrats to Brittany Griner. I know it's been a long time coming for her, and don't want to necessarily get into the politics much of this because I don't know as much as others because I'm not trying to be like Micah Parsons out there who's already had to apologize on Twitter what? for saying some wild stuff. What did Eleven do? Uh, it's not good. Oh, Let's not just good? say it's not good. He tried to have his take on it, and oh, now his man. people are saying, yeah, Micah, Let's reel back, and you can tell his media team <laughs> went on Twitter and put what he should have said or okay. right. should have not said. But, yeah, all I know is there are a lot of places here in the U.S. that it's legal to smoke what Brittany Griner had on that plane to Russia, and that's all I got to say. Glad she's home. 
Yeah, uh, the other interesting, uh, the other interesting side story I saw today. This is one of those where you talk about true selflessness. There's another American detained in Russia that a lot of people have been talking about because they tried to work a two for one. Literally, we talked about this. It's such a weird, you know, kind of circumstance. But because of the seriousness, I never knew they did trades like this. I have been that naive, no, I, or just like in the sports now and know yeah. nothing about the CNN. Yeah, I didn't realize that's how Fox it worked, News either. world. But it really did. It did almost sound like we were talking about a sports trade. But this is how they discuss yeah. it. So they worked this idea up of, and then the and the, the Russian arms dealer Victor Bout is the uh, is the person that is now been freed in Russia. The Merchant of Death was his nickname. Name, uh, an arms dealer. So then the idea that the Americans came up with was, look, this dude is so serious. And Brittany Griner, for the American perspective, is not that serious an offense. How about we throw in another American? And there's a guy that's, I think it's been three or four years now. Um, a Marine. A Mar- an American Marine that, uh, that has been detained. But I saw a comment from his family today. And his family basically said the president did the right thing. The government did the right thing. They needed to make the deal they could make and not worry about the deal they couldn't make. And I thought, God, that is oh, – that, that's about as selfless as I've ever heard. I mean, that, that's incredible because you obviously want your family member to be the one to come home, but right. uh, they were unable to get the Russians to agree to that. Hopefully uh, he will be home uh, as soon as possible. They have considered him wrongly, wrongfully detained for all this time. And he's still he's still detained. So Brittany Griner is free. Uh, that is uh, been uh, quite a wild story, but certainly a good piece of news there in the sports world. As Brittany Griner is free. Uh, again, we are here at the Toys for Tots drive today and tomorrow. If you can't hang, come hang with us today, we're going to be down south tomorrow on the South Congress location. But today, we are up in Georgetown. In fact, uh, we're in Sacramento country. My man Rick Sacramento doesn't live far from here. I won't tell you exactly where. We have <laughs> security concerns, of course. But, uh, yeah, this is his neck of the woods. And uh, so it, is it just two locations, Drew, in, uh, in, in Georgetown, or have you added four more? Okay, because I got confused. I just want to make sure everybody else is in the – it is two locations. you got the total men's location over on Rivery, and you got the total care location here on Williams Drive. Man, it's crazy how much Georgetown's grown. Ooh, yeah. Like when I was a kid at – or even going to my pop's games at Bowie, they used to play in the Georgetown tournament during uh, the holiday season, and there was only one school in Georgetown. Eastview wasn't around yet. Now Eastview's here, got two total cares and stuff. It's booming around mm-hmm. here. It really is, yeah. Uh, things, are, things are growing uh, in this area. Home of Craig Way, too, now, right? That's right. Craig Way. Craig lives up here as well. In fact, Craig, was. we were talking about, you know, the, the week, and earlier in the week he mentioned something about, hey, total, uh, those total men's remotes, we're out there. Where, where are we? And I said, <laughs> it's, uh, I said, South Congress on Friday and Thursday, George Chan. Short Thursday's where? Where? I said, George Oh, that's like seven minutes from yeah, the house. Yeah. Okay, very Can't good. Can't beat that. Yeah. Um, and we will not disclose Craig's location either because security reasons. We don't want anybody, you know, we don't want high school fans going and, uh, and staking up at Craig's yard. All right, so, uh, yeah, that, this is his neck of the woods, and today it is our neck of the woods as well. Thanks to Drew and the crew at Total Men's and Total Care for having us out. They've been great partners of ours for such a long time now. I am a patient. Again, I had the physical today. Hopefully everything will, will be all right there. Oh, and by the way – I found out why people have been contacting me about something called Cologuard, and this box showed up at my house. And he tells me, oh, yeah, that's right, because we checked the records and we looked at the people that are in certain age groups, and then we had that information sent. I thought I was being scammed on something. I'm an old man that's looking out for scams now because I've fallen for a couple over the years. I'm not going to lie to you. But I thought, now, what is this thing? What is col- I don't know what Cologuard is. But it's like a colon cancer screening ah, thing. Ah, very important. And apparently they send you 
a box, and you... Dr. Jellyfinger yourself? It is uh, it's lunch hour. It is lunch hour. You send them back... Um, how do I say this nicely? You Dr. Jellyfinger yourself. No, not, not quite a Dr. Jellyfinger, but you do send them back a part of you? Or a part... You send them back... Um, Hmm. A, a, a waste sample. Hmm. I'm, I'm kind of confused, Chad. I think you need to elaborate a little bit more you for send, me and the people. You send them uh, a sample, and okay. then they analyze the sample for, ah. for colorectal cancer signs. So do I have to worry about, like, what I eat? Like the night before, I have not read. I, I haven't read the information because I thought it was a scam up until now. Okay. Again, now the doctor has given me clearance, and I realize, oh, that's why. My wife said, "What is this box on the front door?" I said, "I have no idea," and I thought I was just trying to stay away from it all. So yeah, because what if I have gas station sushi the night before we do this? Yeah, that's. T I might. Yeah, you might want to go ahead and clear. You know? I'd clear the system once. <laughs> okay. Before that, and then, you know, that's it. Okay. Yo, don't sleep on the gas station sushi. You can find some good spots. Just look out there. I don't, you know, I'm not going to tell you all my secrets, but just, just go out there, people. It's physically, it's sometimes, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. We got people texting, just say poop in a box, Chad. No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. All right, so uh, we got a lot, of, uh, a lot of stuff to get into today. We'll hit the fantasy football stuff at 1230. At 1245, I will get you a recap of the AEW event at Cedar Park last night. Shout out to the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, who was nice enough to uh, to leave a couple tickets for my man uh, Rick Sacamano and me last night. I do yeah, look popping. I do appreciate that, Mark. And we'll I'll tell you some of the uh, some of my favorite parts of last night. Uh, our man Jeff Howe, Horns twenty four seven, the Longhorn Blitz podcast. He'll join us at one oh five. You heard Jeff a little bit, of course, in Light the Tower, but Jeff was there today in San Antonio as as Alamo Bowl stuff starts to get going today. One of the ways you know the bowl has kind of kicked off is when the two coaches show up for events and they'll start speaking a little bit. So Sark had uh, a presser today. Washington coach did as well. We'll get Jeff's thoughts on that and kind of where things are for Texas as we head closer to uh, the bowl game and the discussion, of course, of which Longhorns may participate, which Longhorns may not. We already have guys saying that they're not going to play in bowl games. Uh, Mayer, the tight end from Notre Dame, was yesterday's big name uh, that he's not going to play in the Gator Bowl. So uh, I don't think we've heard official word yet on Bijan and Roshan, but we'll check with Jeff Howe on that. And Brian Jones of CBS Sports will join us at 2.05. They have a very special game this week, Army-Navy on Saturday. I broke down those uniforms last week. It's always such a special game in Philadelphia when uh, all of those uh, incredible men and women get together uh, for that ball game. And uh, so it's, Yeah, it deserves its own week. It really kind of – it really does. It, it deserves its own week. Yeah, I sort of like the fact that, that, it, that it does stand alone. I don't know anybody that's ever been to that game that doesn't come back just in awe of what it is we know there's a certain amount of sacrifice you have to have to play football by definition but that level of sacrifice for everyone in that building each year uh, is just so impressive so we certainly thank them for their service brian jones coming up at 205 we'll talk a little army navy but also talk about um you know the awards this week tonight could be the night for Bijan. yeah could be Doak should Walker be the night, night for Bijan. yeah if you don't give it to him if you don't give it to him you give it to the michigan kid right yeah, yeah, even, you know, missing that game with Ohio State is big, clearly, but those his stats were really good this season. I hope it's not like a 
petty thing because he tore his ACL, so everybody feels bad for him. I really hope that doesn't come into account right. because B. John Robinson definitely deserves it. He's the best running back, maybe the best player in all of college football, so it would be ridiculous if he didn't win. Um, the guy from Illinois, Chase Brown, he has 70 more carries than Bijan, and his stats are kind of mirrored the same in yardage, so right. I, I don't even think he has a chance, but hopefully empathy and the sympathy factor doesn't come into, you know, Blake Corum's decision because I, I wouldn't really like that. Yes, I feel bad for him. Uh, Taron is or I don't even know what he tore. He just hurt. He needs surgery. He has knee problems. Yeah, I don't know if it was a full-on I don't ACL, think it was ACL. I think but, he just hurt his knee, but which but it required surgery. Correct? Yes, yes. Yeah, so that ho- hopefully that's not taken into account, but but, yeah, B. John Robson should take the Doug Walker Award tonight. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll wish him all the best there. And you got the Heisman Trophy coming up this week. Uh, we talked yesterday with Chip Brown of Horns247.com, who's got a vote. He had to figure out where he was going to throw his vote this year. Uh, so that had to be uh, had to be a little bit difficult in uh, in that regard. Plus, we got a uh, another big week in the NFL. That Cowboys line is all the way up to 17. Damn. 17, something you just don't see in the NFL. That's like a, you know, that's like an early season, you know, Michigan or Georgia is playing like a like a pretty good opponent. That's kind of when you see 17, but uh, an NFL game to be at 17 is pretty crazy. Over under 44, but a 17-point line. For the Dallas Cowboys. So. All right, let me ask you this, Cowboys fan. Yes. Serious question. Uh-huh. Don't laugh. Okay. Lovey Smith made a quarterback change today. Who would you rather see? Kyle Allen, Davis Mills. Kyle Allen. <laughs> Every day of the week. Did he go back to Allen? Tell me he, he no, went back no, to No, no, no. He went back to uh Yeah. They Mills. went to Mills. They, I saw yesterday they were thinking about They tried about Allen two weeks, and then they said, oh, I guess this ain't working. Let's go back to the second-year guy out of Stanford. Obviously, I remember the beginning of his college career because I'm an Aggie, and he was for a little bit too. He's one of the two quarterbacks that apparently went into Kevin Sumlin and said, name me the starter or I'm leaving, and, mm. bo- and both left. But then he ended up, you know, uh, on, a di- on a different path. If Kyle Allen was the quarterback for the Texans, I'd say you could put that line at 25. Damn. I he think was, the, he I, was an Aggie once upon a time. I think the Cowboys would crush Kyle <laughs> Allen. I think Davis Mills has a little better chance to have an okay game because uh, the Cowboys are going to get pressure on whoever it is. You can put whoever you want back there. You could you can find a Kubiak. You can find a Schaub. You can find whoever you want. Cowboys are going to come get him. And I think Allen, he, he, just, he has shown us that, to me, Kyle Allen could be like a – career third string maybe if you need him kind of guy I don't think he can be a consistent backup in the league where you could really count on him to come in and give you like three or four wins yo when you say third string we're now talking XFL we're now talking USFL Canadian football well because yeah you're right because like, nobody keeps a third stringer foul, you know? Nobody keeps the third, third string, string anymore. You're Yo, right. Think about this. You're right. We got distractions now. I just mentioned Michael Parsons. He's talking crazy on the Brittany Griner thing. Okay, so not educated on it. All right, so let me get let me get the best player. Let's see. It's not good. That's not good. See if you can get me the elevator version of this. So you're telling me number eleven tweets out what he got he tried to get political. He tried to lay out some political jargon for people and then they got mad at Basically, him. Basically he said, Biden, we ain't thanks, Biden, we ain't voting for you. No, oh, even though you did this, we still ain't voting for you. Wow, we as in the Dallas Cowboys? I don't know we who as in we his is. Family? I don't know who we. It could be the Cowboys. It could be his family. It could be black folk. I don't know who he's talking about, but he can't be speaking for everybody. Badass rush linebackers. I, I is that who he was speaking I'll for? Be, yeah, he can't hey, speak for them either. Every freaky edge I know, I'm gonna tell him not to vote for you. Nah, that 
Twitter says Micah Parsons. It's all him. Micah, Micah. Yep, and then he had to apologize for it. There is never – I mean, there's no team – Maybe, maybe the Yankees. Maybe at times Notre Dame. There's never, there's no team that draws attention like the Dallas Cowboys do. And uh, this may be something that you know, maybe a little bit of a distraction. Hopefully, they're able to get past that for you know for Sunday's game. Mike is a huge part of the game. Yeah, they're, uh, they're gonna beat them. But 17's high. 17's tough. It's the NFL. We say it every day. That's high. And we just talked to Haley Sutton a couple days ago, Cowboys insider. She was great with us. And she said, people forget Michael Parsons. He's only 23 years old. So I'm not surprised him making dumb mistakes like this. He's always on Twitter. He's always talking about video games. He's always out there. There was a great clip of him and Stefan Diggs mic'd up after the Colts game. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to do a jersey swap with um, Stefan Gilmore or I don't Gilmore for a cornerback uh, for the Colts. Right, yeah, yeah. They're trying to do a jersey swap with him, and they're both like, no, man, I'm getting the jersey swap him. What you doing? What you doing? And Trayvon Dix is holding Micah Parsons' jersey down so he can't get his pads off so he could get the jersey. And, yeah, I, I, I love the Cowboys' chemistry. I love that they're having fun. I don't think they're worried about the Eagles being in that number one spot. And we talked about yesterday, sometimes it's good to not have that number one seed by and go into the play playoffs with a little momentum because you played in a week 17 game all right uh, the toys for tots toy drive continues throughout the day we'll be talking nfl uh specifically up next let's talk about the fantasy angle jd lewis is ready to answer your fantasy questions if you have not gotten it in yet specs text line 337-3776 jd is up next we're at total care primary care in georgetown we're here on williams drive come drop off those new unwrapped toys we're looking for newborns all the way up to 12 that's the age range that they're looking for come drop those toys off make the holidays a little bit better for the kids in our area we're doing it throughout the day today all the way through ball don't lie so if you're coming off work at a normal time a four or five o'clock you'll still have time to get over here they will be out here until seven o'clock so come on out and see us this is the horn vibes toys for kids that's what we're doing today total care primary care williams drive in georgetown this is one i've said this plenty of times those days a song i'm familiar with i don't know who does this song oh i don't know either cameron i do not know it who is it zay come on man how do you not know who this band is come on cam come on let's not be racial here i'm not supposed to know everybody oh we're not going there (laughs) all right wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute the only guess I would have is the Bee Gees? No, it's Sly and the Family Stone. KC Sunshine Band? I thought of Casey, but I'm going to go with Sly and the Family Stone. That's the only guess I have. Bee Gees? <laughs> it's the, it's the OJs, y'all. Today. It's the OJs, y'all. The OJs. Okay, the OJs. Okay, see? Oh, man. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that's on Zay. Zay said Bee Gees. I did not say Bee Gees. That did not happen. You know, I haven't lived with my father for over a decade or so. I don't listen to the songs on the reg like I used to. Oh my I'm God. sorry. The, I apologize. The OJ. It's such a good song. That is such a good song. A little positivity. Never hurt anybody. Uh, get the love train going over here to Georgetown and drop off some new unwrapped toys. It is the Toys for Tots toy drive. Georgetown, the Williams Drive location. 
of Total Care Primary Care. And again, you can also get all your health care needs taken care of uh, at these locations with the green Total Care. Remember, you can get everybody taken care of, wives and kids as well as the men in your life. But remember, men, we don't take care of ourselves enough. That's what Total Men's Primary Care is all about. They've got over 20 locations for you, and it is so easy to get the appointment set up. Do it just like I did for my appointment today. All right, uh, let's get some fantasy help. Zay's uh, on a bye week, so he doesn't need help this week, but I know a lot of you do. Let's go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline and talk to J.D. Lewis. J.D., how are you? I'm good, guys. Zay, glad to hear that you uh, locked up that bye week this week. Good for you. Man, we're limping into the playoffs, J.D. Like, it's not good. When you lose three straight, you're not feeling too good. But, hey, we got a bye week. I won. I had a four-game winning streak at one point. Can't complain. I have to thank you for the success I've had this season, my guy. Absolutely, man. Always happy to help. And uh, <laughs> you'll be feeling good about those that Chiefs defense next week. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. All right, so here we go, J.D. We'll start with this one. And remember, Specs text line 337-3776 if you have a fantasy question for J.D. This says 12-team, half-point PPR. I need two. Duvernay, Justin Jackson, Damian Harris, or M. Sanders? Ooh, I'm assuming that's Miles Sanders, so you have to go Miles Sanders there. Uh, the rest of those are all, I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that there's not a better guy out there. I think if Damian Harris plays, that's probably your highest upside against the Arizona Cardinals on Monday night. Uh, the problem is that, you know, if for any reason he doesn't play, you now have him, you know, in on Monday night and you've got to, you got to, you know, find a, a backup option and that's not always easy to do, but, but those would be the two I would go with, uh, you know, to, to, at this point in time this week. All right. All right, J.D., half-point PPR, 12-team league, pick one, Jerry Judy, uh, E. Moore, or Valdez Stanley? Yeah, that's all about ceiling or floor, I guess. I mean, really, I think Valdez Scantling, you got to know that he could get you three for 30. He's been dropping a lot of passes, but I think he's got probably more upside than either of those other guys. I mean, Elijah Moore... Uh, has been better with Mike White going up against Buffalo, though. At Buffalo, that's a tough matchup uh, to lean towards. So I would I would probably go Valdez-Scantling. But, again, and, and let me just start by saying a lot of these questions are probably going to be pretty tough because there are way too many buys uh, in week 14, I will tell you that. I mean, six teams on buy. The NFL's got to understand and come around to the fact that I mean, fantasy football is one of the one of the larger drivers of their popularity, I would think. And the fact that you've got this late of buys and this many teams with that late of, buy, of a buy, it's just like, is there not a way to fix it? There's got to be one because I feel like they need to cater to, to the, the masses just a little bit as it relates to that. But uh, I'm expecting some more difficult questions because of that. But they got to change it going forward. Yep, Atlanta, Chicago, Green Bay, Indy, New Orleans, and Washington all on a bye week this week. Talking fantasy football with J.D. Lewis. This says uh, full PPR, Slayton or Devontae Smith? I like Slayton this week. Uh, I think he's a guy with so many injuries that have gone on around them that he's a guy that could have a, uh, a really, really good stream uh, for this week. So I, I would go Slayton there. Rock Purdy or Davis Mills, 12-team standard league? Oof. Not Davis Mills, <laughs> say that. Uh, Brock Purdy, yeah. I mean, look, Brock Purdy can have success in that offense. He he didn't throw a single ball further than I think 19 yards down the field, and so you're going to have a lot of little flare outs with McCaffrey and Debo, and they're going to be getting guys the ball short. They're not going to go deep. They're going to manage the game. They're going to play defense. 
but I think that, you know, 250 yards and two touchdowns is, is in his realm. Whereas with Mills, I just have no, I, I mean, his range of outcomes is so wide and, and not very high. So uh, I, I just, I would not be starting Mills. And I'm going to assume that's a super flex or two QB league uh, because otherwise that, you know, wouldn't be that dire. Yeah, is this the constellation that this person's playing in? Man, Good that's... grief. If this person's in the playoffs having to deal with those two, <laughs> I don't think you're going to advance, my guy. That is crazy. All right, J.D., this is my favorite one of the day. Ten-team PPR, flex position. Terrell Owens, Tony Gonzalez, or Edron James? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're going, it all depends on what year we're talking about, right? Uh, yeah, right. You know, but, hey, I'm sorry. I will know, always flex towards Edron James if we're talking about that, uh, that rookie year with the Colts. My goodness. Yeah, I think he might get you a little more. All right, on the serious side, how about Mahomes or Burrow? I just don't bench Mahomes. I know Burrow has been so great and good for you to have that problem. Um, but I, I just I believe in Mahomes, and I think that, uh, you know, even with Jamar Chase being back and as potent as that Bengals offense could be, I mean, look, I really think that they're they're pretty much like, you know, probably quarterbacks two and three this week. So y- y- it's hard to really pick wrong. Um, but I just prefer Mahomes always uh, whenever you – know, and, and that's what, how I've always been. You draft a quarterback to be your guy, he's going to be your guy. I know the Broncos are a tough matchup, but uh, I just – even Cleveland can be a tough matchup, and your over-unders are not all that different. It's only about a three-point difference, but I would I, – I, I go Mahomes. He's, he's my guy. He's brought you here. you got to stick with him. All right. Full PPR, Cam Akers, who got out the doghouse with Sean McVay because they have nobody there <laughs> for the Rams, or Leonard Fournette? Ooh, wow. I, I'm actually going to lean Leonard Fournette here, surprisingly. I, I feel like in a really tough matchup against the number one defense against the run in the 49ers, um, I still believe that you're, what you're going to have is a lot of dump-off passes. And while Rashad White did score the game-winning touchdown, I think we, we saw that Fournette, you know, he still ended up with five or six receptions, 14 or 15 points. Like, he's still going to be solid even in a 50-50 split and probably getting the goal line carries for the most part. So I would go Lenny Fournette there. Zay, are you saying that it's uh, easy to get out of the doghouse if you're the only dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they don't have another yeah, dog? Yeah, yeah. The desperate out there. <laughs> exactly. All right, J.D., this says Peoples-Jones or Josh Palmer. I like the way Josh Palmer's been playing. I think this comes down to if Mike Williams is going to be active and going this week. I think the expectation is that he will, um, and in which case I'd probably go Peoples-Jones. But Deshaun, I mean, I think Deshaun Watson looked as terrible as we kind of expected that he would coming off of a, you know, almost two-year hiatus of of playing football. And so um, he looked really rusty, and I don't know that you could knock that rust off in just one week, but maybe he can. Uh, but either way, you know, I, I like people's Jones as the number two versus Palmer as the number three or four option if Mike Williams is back. All right. Yeah, you don't get points for special teams because people Jones had a nice punt return against the Texans last week. Mm-hmm. All right, J.D., Huntley or Geno Smith? Geno. Uh, while I like Huntley and what he can bring to the table, if you're desperate, if you have Lamar Jackson and you're looking just for a guy that has a – a decent floor because of the running ability and, and he gets the ball to Mark Andrews and he's been serviceable, but I just think Gino has more weapons around him and has shown time and time again, uh, this whole season that he can put up numbers. And I think you, you know, it's realistic to expect a hundred yards and two to three touchdowns from him. And so I like, I, I like Gino a lot this week. Same person in a PPR JD says uh, Chark or Van Jefferson. Uh, Chark. 
I, I, just the quarterback situation in LA is just absolutely horrendous. I mean, when Baker May, when you actually claim a guy like Baker Mayfield, uh, the way with the season that he's had, you know, you you know, it's it's really really bad. Um, they're like, oh, okay, I'll just you know throw away a million and a half dollars. Let's just see what we have. I mean, there's nothing better. So I guess you know, so I, I'm avoiding uh, that situation at all. You know, if I can, uh, you know, Higby's one of the bigger disappointments. He's a good tight end, but they're having to use him to block so much that he's not really able to go out for passes. And I don't know if that's the quarterback. I don't know if that's the offensive line. I don't know if it's his knee injury that he had a few weeks ago that he's been coming back from that's limited him, but he's had some absolute sinkers. I just don't, I don't want anything to do with any of the Rams pass catching uh, situation. If I have to, in a horrible situation, I'll play Cam Akers um, because he had two touchdowns. He looks like he's kind of reclaimed. Uh, being the main guy in that backfield, but you can't expect that from him. I mean, the 60 yards, that's probably as good as he can do and maybe a touchdown. So, you know, Cam Akers is serviceable, but he's not a, a great option this week for the upside. J.D., somebody asked if they should start Dak or Tony and Tony Pollard, knowing that it will be a blowout at half, even though it's week 14. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the only downtime you really have there is if the Cowboys go and score two or three more defensive touchdowns again. Uh, they're still going to run the ball. Dak, Dak could have a harder time. I mean, teams tend to have really good success running the ball uh, against the Texans, um, which means Dak may not have to throw it a lot, but they've also got a decent secondary. They've defended it pretty well. Uh, so I don't expect a massive game out of Dak, but I still think you get a massive game out of Tony Pollard. And so, yeah, I don't have a problem starting those guys together. I'm not benching Dak for a guy like a Jared Goff or something this week, even though I love Goff's matchup and love him in a stream and other situations, I'm not benching a guy like Dak for him. All right, J.D., one more from uh, me on the text line. Huntley or Daniel Jones? Oh, man. Uh, they're pretty even in my book. I would probably just play the matchup if that's the case, and I feel like the Giants probably, you know, going against the Eagles. Uh, yikes. Yeah, that that's tough. I, I – uh, <laughs> Uh, I'd go Daniel Jones and just hope that he throws a lot to, to uh, Cody Bellinger uh, there who's coming back at tight end. And, you know, maybe Saquon will get, get him some yards and stuff. And, and honestly, I think Jones will get it done with his legs. And that's kind of the – if Jones didn't have the, the ability to run that kind of cancels out Huntley's ability to run, uh, I might lean Huntley. But I think Jones offers you that same, that same kind of 40 to 50 yards rushing opportunity or rushing touchdown maybe. Uh, that Huntley does, and, and the Ravens' offense hasn't looked good with Lamar Jackson. I don't know how much better it's going to – I mean, it can't look better, and I don't know how much worse it's going to be with Huntley. So I just – I'm nervous. I'm, I'm cautiously – I'm just kind of avoiding Huntley this week, uh, you know, because I think he can go for 190 yards, 40 yards rushing, a touchdown or two, but I also think he could he could absolutely suck and have no touchdowns and the Ravens score nine points off of three Justin Tucker field goals and somehow win the game. Like, that's what they've been doing all year. Yo, that person who just asked that question, let us know three weeks from now if you win your league with Daniel Jones starting that quarterback. Because I need to see your roster. I need to see the other people's roster. That's impressive if you do that. That, that yeah. is very impressive. Last one yeah. for me too, J.D., defensive question, 49ers D versus Tampa Bay or the Ravens D versus Pittsburgh? The uh, you, How can you bench the 49ers D? I mean, they're the more defensive football, and Tampa Bay is not a scary matchup, not like it used to be. And with the, They'll get a lot of pressure on Tom Brady, and, you know, whether that forces you – know, I mean, the Buccaneers' offense looks so bad this past week until the last two possessions, and they win the game. But I just don't think that you can 
you know, expect that uh, type of performance again. I think the 49ers are going to shut them down. I think Bucks will probably score 13 points. Niners are scored 21, and that's kind of a game that you'll see, I think. But I, I, I will not bench the 49ers defense unless it's a horrendous matchup, and this is not a horrendous matchup. All right, J.D., I lied. This is now my favorite text. J.D., George Jefferson or Fred Sanford? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. First off, you know, this is old school, new school all over again, I feel like. I feel like I'm getting punked or something. I have no idea who either of those guys are. That's terrible. Oh, come on, oh, J.D. Don't make me man. feel that old. George Jefferson from the Jeffersons and Fred Sanford moving from Sanford up, and Son. Moving on up to the east well, side. Am I that I, old? I, I, yeah, I know, I, I know George Jefferson. I know him. I know his look now. I, I, from the Jefferson. I get it. I'm there. All I needed was a little nudge. But, yeah, no, off the top of my head, you know, when I'm thinking sports, and all of a sudden I get that thrown at me, I don't I'm know sorry. where I'm sorry, hey, man. I, I, I feel you, man. J.D. I just botched the OJs, man, so I can't say nothing. <laughs> I can't say nothing, dog. Hey, let me ask you a basketball question, oh, man, because your horns just took an L at Madison Square Garden against a really good Illinois team the other night. What did you see in that game? Well, let me just start out by saying I can't be the only person that was, like, completely shocked to see Terrence Shannon Jr. and Matt Mayer on that team, right? Like, like I turned on yeah. the TV, they're starting. I was like, that's where those guys went? What in the world? Yeah. Um, that, that, you know, that was a tough loss for us. But, I mean, I love everything about the team. And, you know, you can't, can't win them all. And, you know, teams, I think, a lot of times learn a lot in losses uh, and react to it. And so I think my main takeaway from this team is that they shoot the three ball the way that they did against Gonzaga – they can't be beat. I don't think there's a team in the country that can beat Texas when we're, when we're knocking down our shots. Now, what makes them so much fun to watch and so resilient is that the defensive pressure is constant. They are always getting after people, forcing turnovers, creating easy baskets, and, and that's what will keep you in it when you're not hitting your threes. And so we've seen that. They, they've been able, they're able to stay in any game, uh, you know, but they can blow the top off the teams whenever they're knocking down their shots, and I, I love that part of it. And so all it really takes is, you know, getting hot towards the end of the season. And, I, look, this team's going to be a top-10 team all year. I mean, you know, they're two right now. You could call them the top five. But they, they will not. I don't think you'll see them run off with a bunch of losses or anything like that, you know, barring any crazy injuries. But we've got depth. I love Tyrese Hunter, man. I love what he's done for that offense. It feels like we hadn't really had a point guard that can facilitate and control the pace the way that he does since really DJ Augustine probably. And so uh, I, I think that there's so many things I like about this team. And then when you just know that they have that chemistry and they all love each other and they hang out off the court, like that, that goes a long way. That was something we had whenever I was at Texas that I don't know that how many other teams really have that off the court. And so uh, that's, I think, all the stuff that makes this team so special. And then, of course, how do you not love Beard and, and the whole coaching staff there and what they're doing and all these guys are buying in. So I'm, I'm extremely hyped about this season. Disappointed in that loss, no doubt. I mean, I think that we still should have, could have won that game. Um, but, you know, it, sometimes the ball is not going to go your way and you'll make a few mistakes here and there and you lose a close one. But, hey, everything I've seen so far uh, gets me real excited about not just this year but the whole future of Texas basketball. Absolutely. That is J.D. Lewis uh, talking fantasy football with us throughout this season. Remember, if you didn't get your question in, at J.D. Lewis FF for fantasy football, at J.D. Lewis FF, he will be glad to help you out. J.D., we appreciate the time as always, man. We'll hit you next week. Thank you, guys. See you. Thanks, J.D. That is J.D. Lewis. All right, Zay, for you, George Jefferson or Fred Sanford? 
Uh, George Jefferson, the Ge- dance, that waddle, he grabs his oh, belt the wall and stuff. Was that's, yeah, yeah, Fred, he ain't have nothing like that. Now, if we're talking about a fight, Did he? Sanford. I'm going Sanford in a fight. Yeah. I'll go George Jefferson if you're asking me, like, you know, my favorite of the two. I'm going to lean a little bit George. Like them both, a little bit more of a Jefferson guy. Now, Marcus, one of our on-air engineers here, he's talk, talking about looking at me crazy, saying Fred Sanford could dance or something. Can he, can he get down? He couldn't dance. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah Elizabeth, attack. and he's got the heart attack. That's ah, true. Oh, yeah, okay. That was a little bit more of a stumble <laughs> than a dance, but it was rhythmic. I mean, the man had the man had the rhythm on that and, uh, and would always make it a great scene. So, all right, so I'm sorry. Plus I threw- the theme song, Moving On Up, hard oh, to beat. Exactly. The theme song uh, as sung by Janet Dubois from Good Times. Yeah. You know she sang that, right? I did not know that. I love her. She's one of my favorites. She was one of my favorites back in the day. Has she, she seen the Good Times one, too? She might have. (laughs) Scratching and surviving. Exactly. I'm not singing it. I'll just say it. All right. Coming up, Jeff Howe at uh, 1 from Horns247.com and the Longhorn Blitz podcast. And, of course, Light the Tower. The latest is Texas gets ready. We're three weeks away from Texas and the bowl game. Up next, though, I'll get you the AEW recap from last night and tell you about the T-shirt that my wife is really glad I didn't buy. Next on the Horn. Thursday. Okay. We missed the OJs. Let's move on up. Welcome back to B&E. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. Right. This is uh, Marvin Gaye, right? I don't know. I should know this because this is the B&E. Cam, did Three I, o'clock hours. Cam, did I miss I that one? I produced that show for like two years. Not Marvin Gaye. <laughs> not the Bee Gees. It's not the Bee Gees. No, it's definitely not the Bee Gees. Not Kanye West either, say. I know you know that. <laughs> Dang. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Come on, man. Curtis Mayfield. Oh, I was going to go down Curtis. the list. We're about to hear Curtis, too. Yeah, right. So you grabbed the Curtis uh, track for, for ours. Curtis Mayfield. Okay. My bad. My bad on that one. Swinging and missing all over the place. OJs and Curtis Mayfield on the show so far. Thanks to Cameron Parker for producing for us today. I did not introduce Cam earlier. I am so sorry, Cam. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, boys. The toy conversation got me thinking about the millions of dollars I probably spent on Legos when I was a kid. You're a Lego guy? Oh, my goodness. The Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Batman, Lego Batman. Oh, my Lord. See, that's and that's another one I didn't have. I'm glad you said that, man. If I could have had a Lego Batmobile, Lego Batman, Lego Joker, oh, my Lord. That's all I would have done. Batman, I get. Uh, millennials, we weren't really into Indiana Jones. Oh, How do you get into that? I wasn't. A, I wasn't an Indiana Jones guy that much in terms of in terms of like toys and stuff. But I was definitely into Batman. Yeah, it was the video game. Say. Did you ever play the Lego video games? Lego Star Wars, Lego Indiana Jones. That was my stuff <laughs> as a kid, man. And they would and they would sell it, and it wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap whatsoever. It was like uh-huh. like 150 bucks for these sets. Damn. That's where you feel old. That's where you can start to feel old like me. When he you hear that, that's that's what yeah. that's that's what I feel. What you just went through, that's what I feel when y'all are talking and sounding. Yo, all my young. wife during quarantine, COVID twenty twenty, my wife she got into building Lego sets and she had this little Harry Potter that she built, took her like three days and, and sat in our living room for about 
two months. Oh, my daughter got into it as well. Last few years, same thing, building up the big models and castles from Harry Potter and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, it's a big deal. We're doing the toy drive out here, Total Care Primary Care in Georgetown. Come drop by those to- drop those toys off. I did grab a couple of Lego Star Wars sets uh, to put in the box. So come on out and uh, help donate the toys to the kids in our area. We're on Williams Drive here in Georgetown. All right, let's get into the crab bag. I'll tell you about AEW and the shirt I'm not wearing right now. Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just think of a bag of crap. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Again, shout out to the world's strongest man. Good to see Mark Henry last night as part of the show. Uh, I'd never seen AEW live, but I'll admit I do love the pro wrestling. I had not seen it in a while. I hadn't been out to an event since WrestleMania up at Jerry World, but uh, a couple of the matches, Samoa Joe against Darby Allin, I could have watched it all night long. I could watch Samoa Joe throw Darby Allin around any room for hours, whatever that says about me i don't know darby allen you are an absolute monster young man i fear for your spine i fear for how you're going to be walking when you're 60 but you are such a great entertainer and joe made him look so good the difference in size was great that was a hell of a match joe bounced him off that corner post i've never seen anybody fly farther than darby allen did last night it was an incredible spot samoa joe gives me like a yokozuma rikishi vibe yeah that's right a, that's a good comparison Little, I mean, he's like way more in shape than those right. guys, especially well, Yokozuna. Obviously, a better movement and yeah. stuff like that. But yes, imposing big dude. And Joe has one of the great "Why are you in the ring with me?" faces ever. Yeah, I love that. Just that look on his face. Uh, John Moxley against uh, a kid I had not seen, but Konosuke uh, Takashita, I guess is the way you say it. That kid's talented. Uh, my man Rick Sakamano called him a Japanese Randy Savage. I think that's an interesting comparison when you watch him move. That kid is great. It is going to be a part of Rampage, so I will not ruin the end of that match for you. But Moxley was awesome to see live. And let me give credit where credit is due, because when it came to promo versus promo, MJF and Ricky Starks put on a show last night. MJF is such a great villain. I love the guys that don't care that you hate them. And MJF is one of the best uh, of this young crew. That was a lot of fun. Now to the shirt. If you go to Twitter today, I'm at C. Hastings 1049. I put a picture out of the arena, certainly, but I also put a picture out of a shirt that I did not buy. The shirt reads, Oh, Scissor Me Daddy. Uh. Okay, so as part of AEW now, there is a tag team called the Acclaimed. Do I have that right? Acclaimed, the Acclaimed. Good tag team, by the way. They come out, and their manager is Billy Gunn. Now, they can't call him Billy Gunn in AEW. Whoa, what? Yeah. Cause Kiss Vin- my ass? Exactly, because Vince owes the, owns the name. Oh, so wait a minute. Vince, you ain't even working there no more. You're going to love this, Zay. They do not call him <laughs> Billy Gunn because they legally can't. They refer to him as Daddy Ass. <laughs> I'm not making this up. He walks out in this shirt. He cuts it off. He got cut off at the arm. He looked great, by the way. Yeah. Dude's up in his 60s, but tan and, mu- and muscled out. And he has and kids in the game, too, bringing right? the arm. He does. And yeah. apparently he has turned on those kids, uh, I was told, oh, from somebody amazing. that knows. He turned on his tag team sons, and now he's with this tag team, uh, you know, in the, in the full drama. So he's wearing the Oh, Scissor Me Daddy shirt, and there's scissors everywhere. And the tag team, they put the scissor hands up, and instead of doing, like, high fives or handshakes, they bring the fingers together, and they do, like, this scissor handshake. Now. You better not ever say, let's get a handshake and have it be something like that. This shirt is black with hot 
pink letters on it. And after the beer that I had, the voice in my head said, you should probably go buy that shirt. <laughs> the line was a little too long. The shirt was a little too expensive. I took a picture. It's on Twitter right now. I resisted because I decided not to be the guy that owns the Oh Scissor Me Daddy shirt, mainly because I didn't even know the bit existed when I walked in the door last night. But... When the match is going on, multiple times, the crowd starts to chant, if you're familiar with the White Stripes song, uh, Seven Nation Army. Boom, 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 boom. The crowd chants, oh, scissor me, daddy. <laughs> and, Gun and Billy Gunn, like, throws his hand up to signify that they're doing it. It is just one of those crazy wrestling bits that you have to kind of go with, but I did not buy the shirt. So if my wife is listening, honey... I am not going to be walking around anywhere with an Oh Scissor Me Daddy shirt anytime soon. Man, <laughs> sounds like Billy Gunn. He was always one for making an impression on people who may not have seen him before. He like does, he, yeah. I think he's one of the most underrated guys in all of wrestling. DX. He's been doing it for a long time. He's a Hall of Famer now because DX is in. Yeah, yeah him, uh, Road Dog, X-Pac, It was Triple great. H. It was great to see him. It was great to see some of the older folks that I recognize. It was great to see some of those uh, the younger uh, crew that is coming up. If you have not checked out AEW but you're willing to admit or maybe you're not willing to admit that you dig pro wrestling, check them out. Wednesday night, Dynamite is live. Fri this Friday night, the stuff that they did after they went off the air is going to be on a show called Rampage. And, uh, again, our guy Mark Henry, World's Strongest Man, is a part of AEW. Dustin Rhodes was there last night doing the half face paint now um, and looking, uh, looking great. He's in incredible shape. Man, Dustin Rhodes is in awesome shape right now. Um, and uh, it was good to see him as well. So shout-out to AEW. That was fun. And shout-out to HEB Center at Cedar Park. I love seeing stuff out there because there's never a bad seat in the house. Uh, it's a great venue out there. Had a really good time. All right, coming up, it is Jeff Howe, Horns247.com. Let's talk some Longhorns with him. Remember, we're at Total Care, Primary Care, here on Williams Drive in Georgetown. Come drop those toys off today. Looking for the new unwrapped toys. And remember, we'll be here till the end of the show, but then Rod and Harge will be here as well. So you can come on out till 7 to donate those toys today here on Williams Drive in Georgetown. This is the Horn.